everyone. Thank you for visiting Family Kitchen and Crafts. I'm Mark. I'm Sherry. I'm Yon, a.k.a. Yoni. I'm Abby. A.k.a. Abby, right? <laughs> yeah. Today we want to talk a little bit about the justice system. But first, we have a funny story to tell you about our last visitation at the county jail. Sherry, go right ahead. Well, first I'm going to tell you how it operates. In this particular jail, you go in and you go upstairs and you sign in and you give them your ID and they hold that until you're done with your visit. Then when it's time, you go back a hall and we wait in an elevator and the door opens and you get on the elevator and you go downstairs to where um, our person is at. And then when the visitation is over, you go back to the elevator, they open the door, and you go back upstairs. But in our case, we didn't go back up because the elevator power went out. And we were stuck in there for about 20 minutes, and then a guy said, Hi, guys. Hi, are you guys still in there? I'm going to try the best to get you guys out. He said you. he was going to try the best to get us out. He didn't say he was going to get us out. <laughs> but he got us out. And you were panicking. I I panicked a lot. I thought what'd I was going to die in hell. What'd you say? What'd we're going to run out of air. We're going to run out of air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> oh. So keep going. So he finally got us. He got, finally got the door open, and then he got in and tried to get the elevator to work. And so he opened the door once again, and he was like, oh, we're still on the same floor. <laughs> so what, what happened next, John? So he gets in, and all, so we're just sitting there. He's off right to do whatever that figgity-jig, whatever he's doing. Figgity-jig? Yeah, and he's looking at and just talking. And he gets us out. But it weren't the same floor, so he takes us through his tunnel. I mean, the crazy building. So he takes us to the little back rooms. Which all the doors are it's locked. hallways with locked yeah. doors. Which, where the inmates go. But we don't know what they look like. We go through, you like, there's, like, all, no, we go in another elevator. So, so we're just saying, like, five seconds. We're on the same floor. We're, like, so five that elevator. So that elevator don't work. Now it takes us for like two long doors for these. Then we're outside. Now I have to walk all the way up to get the ID. Yeah, we had to go back all the way around to the front door and go back upstairs and get our IDs back. But they had electric doors inside that jail where they automatically open. Yeah. Really cool. Well, the officer had to radio to somebody to open the sliding mm-hmm. door. They didn't just automatically open. <laughs> no. Well, so that that was our adventure at the jail. But we want to talk a little bit about the justice system. You know, how it works and how it's flawed. And, you know, you go to visit an inmate. You know, you got to go in the elevators and all that stuff. But if you want to, like, say, do a video chat. Let's say we couldn't go to the jail that day and we had to do a video chat. What would happen is you would have to sign up for this video thing, and it costs you $6 for 25 minutes. Okay, so uh, maybe you don't want to do that. 
let's say you want to put money on there so they can call you. Well, you're going to pay anywhere from 25 to 40% fee. So if you put $20 on there, you know, you're only going to get, you know, maybe 10 or $12 or $14 in talk time. Never 14. Never 14? Nope. So, well, we tried text, doing the text. Same thing with text. It's 50 cents for every text. But there's a fee to sign up for the text, mm-hmm. you know, to put the money on so that they can text. And also, say you, the inmate, he wants to get like some food or something like that, some extra stuff. Then you got to put money on his commissary, right? And if they owe any money to the jail for medical or anything else, so if they've had to see the nurse for anything, they owe money. And then they take that money. So right there, you can't send them any money on our commissary because they take it all. And they won't let you buy stuff on Amazon and send in there either. And if you some jails do, some do particular jail don't. So if you if you do put money on our commissary before they owed money, they charge you. I mean, it's an ungodly amount. You know, if you about put, the thirty percent, right? If you put twenty dollars on there, they take probably four to four to six dollars on there, depending on how much money you put on there. Yeah, I think the more you put on there, the the smaller the fee is, but it's still at least twenty five or thirty percent. You know, and it is just crazy how they do that. And what about like, say our relative that we went and visited, they tried to get help, you know, cause well, they get busted for drugs, I think, or something. Yes. What happened there? Well, they wanted to go into a rehab program. And so rehab was contacted. Well, he didn't qualify for rehab because he wasn't, as they call it, dirty at the time. He wasn't, he didn't have any drugs in his system. So if you don't have drugs in your system, you can't get into a rehab. And to get into a rehab, you better have some funding or some good insurance because it's not there just to help you. It's there for them to definitely make money. Yeah, I mean, it's all like a money racket, really, it seems like. And once you get into the court system like that, you know, with all the fines and all that, and if you got a you know a criminal record like say a felony, when you get out, it's hard to find a job, a decent job. I mean anything above minimum. You can't people can't live on minimum wage. There's just no way you can do that. Even with like two and three people working in the household, it's still hard. You know what is minimum wage now? About what, eight bucks an hour, maybe or something. Depends, I think. You know what is that like? Maybe three hundred bucks a week or something take home 280 like that you know with the price of rent and stuff anymore there's just no way you know our next door neighbor's house he cleaned it all up and rented it out three bedroom house 850 dollars a month and one bath i mean you can get the low income housing but there's a big long waiting list on that and if you've got a felony you can't get in there they won't allow you in there no, they won't. And yes, I know a lot of you are probably saying, well, I guess you probably shouldn't have messed up and got a felony. Well, those of you who've never been there, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. For those who have been there, 
you know, it, it's really a rough road to get back on track because you're so far in debt before you can even start to breathe. So you find yourself going back and doing the same stupid things that you did before to try to make ends meet. And then you only end up back in there and even owing more money. You know, I know the secret is to stay out of trouble. But, you know, like if you get in trouble just for even a, like a minor infraction, you got to go back to court sometimes three and four times. And every time you go, they charge you. So, you know, right there, you're plus you got to pay a fine. Like, say you get stopped with no license. And now all of a sudden you got to, you know, you're back in court two, three, four times and you got to pay all the fines and everything. I mean, there's just no way to get around or you don't have no insurance on your car or something like you know, because now they can drive up behind you and run your license plate and tell if you got insurance or not. You know, it's and then they get. I know some of these bigger cities they got them cameras where they read your license plate and all that. I mean, they don't have that around here, but in the big cities they do. You know, it's just like an it's like an uphill battle, isn't it, Jerry? It really is. So, what have we learned through all this, John? Well, John. Stay out of trouble. <laughs> exactly. And what have you what have you learned out of all this, Abby? Definitely, definitely, definitely stay out of trouble. You know, seeing one of your relatives behind bars, you know, and you can they only let you visit them once a week too. And you got to pick out a certain time, you know, and you get one hour, I think, where we go. Well, it depends on on the facility because some is fifty minutes, some is an hour. But even if you do have an hour visit scheduled, that don't mean that they're going to bring the inmate out to the visiting spot. Now, when we say visit, this is not a. Um, it's not a face to face visit. Yeah. Right. You, you get on one of them phones and you talk to them through glass. Yeah. Which is the nice thing because some jails have just the TV screen of them. Yeah. Yeah. And this time we can just put our hand up to the glass and touch. And then, like, do yeah. And, yep, yeah. There is some that is just video camera, and the service kind of stinks. Yeah. And, and you have to be sitting just the right way, where all you're seeing is the top of their head, or they're mm -hmm. seeing the top of your head. Or, yeah. You know, it's. And if we sound like we've been to a lot of jails, we really have not. But when you get into trouble as our loved one has if they're picked up in one county then they may be moved to another county so if you're going to do the crime you better do the time yeah well not only that but i know when i was a kid we got in trouble a few times but back then you know you didn't have to pay all these court costs they got separate fees now for everything even probation now you have probation fees yeah i mean if you're on probation you got to pay them to go to probation yep where I know I, I had a friend of mine years ago that was on probation, and he never had to pay anything. You know, you just went and seen your probation officer once a month, I think, or something. Yep, but now you pay. No. And if the probation officer does a drug test on you, you pay for that drug test. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's all money. And each one of these fees is more money that the, the inmates can't get out from and under. Exactly. So... You know, it's a lose-lose situation. 
So our best advice is to stay out of trouble, <laughs> right? That's correct. And also, while they're sitting in these jails, I know we try to go and see our loved one as often as we can because he is in a little cement cell all by himself, and it's completely like a concrete mm-hmm. cell with a little window in the door. He gets out of that cell one hour a day. And the other 23 hours, he's in that little box. You know, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of like more punishment. And so instead of putting him in a little box or even putting him in a, in a group setting, whatever the case may be, why not be teaching them something yeah. where they can learn to be a, them. Yeah, to be a better <laughs> member of society. You know, write your local congressman or something. Maybe, we, you know, we can get some traction going with that. Because it's just really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it's not just our loved one. It is everybody's loved one that gets into this. Exactly. Unless you are really rolling in the money that you can afford to pay all this for them. And, of course, if you pay it for them, they're not learning nothing. And I'm not saying they shouldn't have to pay that they're doing their time and they should have to pay a fine, but not tens of thousands of dollars. It's just getting ridiculous. Well, we're going to wrap it up today. Thank you for listening to family kitchen and crafts. I'm Mark. I'm Sherry. I'm John, AKA Johnny. I'm Abby. AKA Abby. (laughs) Like and subscribe and share. Yep, this video or this audio is brought to you by Podomatic. Podomatic, start out for free. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you again on our next podcast. Bye-bye. Have a blessed one. Okay. That wasn't bad at all. Yeah, that one.